Welcome to the 157th podcast, and the 127th is a city on a hill church. It's been several weeks now that most of us have been hunkered down in our homes, praying the silent and unseen passes over where we dwell. What does all this mean in the cosmic godly sense? For something this large, this all-encompassing, could not have happened without God's fingerprints being on it. Here to discuss those divine motivations in light of Scripture's revelation are Executive Pastor Michael Clark and Senior Pastor Bob Well, good morning Renier. again, everyone. Uh, I'm Michael Clark, Executive Pastor here at Calvary Chapel Visalia and sitting here with our Senior Pastor, Pastor Bob Grenier. Uh, beautiful message today. What an encouragement. What an anointed, timely message today, Pastor Bob. Thank you. It was a joy. It is a joy. It really is. And did you get through all your notes? Almost. Good job. That was a lot to cover. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh, I was thinking about, um, I, I remember as a new Christian, I heard a pastor, and I don't remember which pastor, probably Calvary Chapel pastor at one of the conferences, mm -hmm. teach that uh, his experience had been that, you know, either... Uh, he had just come out of a trial um, or he was in the middle of a trial or he was probably getting ready to head right into a, another trial. Oh, right? don't say that. I mean, right. but isn't that that's, isn't that's that just. What, yeah, that's what we think. Isn't we it? think, oh, what, don't say that. It's but it's so the truth. true, isn't it? It's, it's so the true. truth. Yeah. yeah, it's so true. And then the Lord uses those trials to strengthen us, as you sure. taught us today. Yeah. So then we can strengthen others and come alongside them and really enter into uh, empathize where you enter into their pathos or their pain yes. uh, instead of just, you know, apathetic is a pathos where you're kind of uh, not concerned with someone's pain. Mm -hmm. uh, sympathy, the sim is like coming alongside someone in their yes. pain. Mm -hmm. uh, but but empathy is the deepest form of uh, relating and comforting because you are experiencing the pain with them. You enter into their suffering yes. with them. And the only way you could do that is if you have suffered yourself. Yeah. How well said. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, um, we're here for about 15 or 20 minutes, Pastor Bob, and then um, and then we're going to uh, stop the live broadcast and then you and I will continue having a discussion mm -hmm. for another 15 or 20 minutes that right. we will put online afterwards. Right. Mm -hmm. So just a couple of, of things that I've been thinking about this week um, related to Bible prophecy. Yeah. Um, and we talked about this the other day, how everything is just being lined up right now like never before. For the world to be of one mind, one government, one leader, uh, one economy, one currency, as it were. Uh, and the Bible actually predicted that yes. this would be the case yes. right before Christ comes back. Isn't yes. that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all there in the book of Revelation. That's right. Laid out very uh, sequentially, uh, clear as a bell, actually. Yes. Yeah. And as we've talked about, uh, pestilences and uh, plagues are part of the end times mm -hmm. signs of the times that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, I believe it's verse seven or eight, that there would be uh, famines, earthquakes and plagues, mm -hmm. in addition to many other things right. that would be coming like the birth pains, labor yes. pains of a woman mm -hmm. with increasing frequency and intensity. And that's exactly what we see happening. Yes, it's uh, it's made. I think it's made. Well, I'm certain that it's gotten the attention of every believer 
who may have lost sight of our hope of the second coming of Christ. And we think things are just going to go on and this would never happen to us. We're Americans, but not so. And uh, in, not that all Americans have been brought to our knees spiritually, but in terms of our ability to handle this, we found ourselves not able to and we're working furiously to try and accommodate the problem. Um, so it's a real, uh, I believe, uh, based on what we were just studying in the Bible, that God is testing his family. He's testing his children. We're going through a great trial, not the great tribulation, but we're all going through a great trial of our faith. What are we going to do about all this? How, you know, how are we going to act? I'm certain you have other things you want to talk no, about. No, no, I appreciate that. And, and it's, it's very true. It's, it is a testing. And like you said earlier, <clears throat> this is, this is kindergarten, kindergarten compared to the great tribulations. Yes. Uh, and we don't believe we will be here as the church. We believe we'll be raptured yes. prior to the great tribulation period. Certainly, uh, the time of God's wrath being poured out upon the world because God doesn't need to pour his wrath out upon his church. Uh, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And God has not appointed us to wrath, the Bible says. So we don't, you know, Jesus suffered our wrath upon the cross because we're in him. The wrath has already been poured out Mm -hmm. on Christ on the cross. We've accepted Christ as our savior. So then we are not appointed to God's wrath. That's for the Christ rejecting world that has rejected his son and the gospel message. Exactly. Uh, well, in Revelation chapter 13, I think this this somewhat speaks to the, the days in which we live and uh, and and will speak uh, more clearly uh, in the future to the tribulation period and the and those who are here at that time with the Antichrist. But I just want to read a few verses here out of Revelation chapter 13, where it speaks about the Antichrist and the one world government and the mark of the beast. We read in verse three. Of Revelation 13. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded. This is speaking of the Antichrist now. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world or the whole world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshiped the dragon. The dragon is the devil who gave authority to the beast. The beast is the Antichrist. And they worshiped the beast, saying, who is like the beast who was able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months uh, or three and a half years, which is halfway through the tribulation period. The tribulation period is seven years. Uh, Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, And those who dwell in heaven and it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe and tongue and nation and all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And so, you know, this was written 2000 years ago for a large part of church history. If you go back and read the early church fathers or a lot of the great uh, 
theologians, they had no idea what this was talking about, did they? That's right. no, they it was didn't. just it was just way beyond their comprehension to yes. think how could the whole world yeah. do anything all at the same right. time? Yeah. Wonder after a beast, follow mm-hmm. a leader, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, worship one person, mm-hmm. uh, this this leader, this political leader who will be empowered by by the devil. They couldn't imagine. No. But here we are today mm-hmm. and you see the whole world. Yes. Is all at once being communicated to through the Internet mm-hmm. uh, instantly, instantaneously uh, through different translation services, Google Translate and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, Babel and these other translation services. You could literally, as we're sitting here talking in English, people could be hearing us in their country in Mandarin Chinese right instantaneously yeah. oh, or in Farsi in, in, in Iran mm-hmm. or any language around the world. Mm-hmm. Instantly, we're all able to see what's going on at one time and communicate and understand yes. yeah. what's going on all over the world, aren't we? Yes, as you were saying a few minutes ago, uh, we can see how what the Bible says in the book of Revelation could actually happen because we're being set up now to, we're more of a global community than ever, especially in the last 30 years or so, the European uh, Union, uh, when that first came about, uh, and that's morphed into other things and morphed again. But that was the beginning, kind of a new power rising. And and now there's all of these powers. We're, we're talking to the leaders of all these nations. We're uh, helping one another or we're fighting with one another. But there is this uh, ability to communicate globally, instantly. We call it breaking news, don't we? That's right. <laughs> it's Un- unheard of in, yeah. in, in all of in all of human history. Mm-hmm. This is un- unprecedented. The things that we're living in. The whole world has never ever been shut down all at the same Isn't time that over any reason. Yeah. Even in World War Two, World War One, you know, affected certain countries at certain times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was other countries that were totally unaffected mm-hmm. uh, by what was happening in Europe mm-hmm. or the Pacific mm-hmm. Theater or what yeah. have you. But here, the whole world yes is never isolating themselves locking themselves up and they're stuck glued to their phones wondering what's going to be coming forth next about the advice from the governments mm-hmm. and the World Health Organization, the CDC, National Institute of Health, etc. What are they saying now? Yeah. What's the new numbers? The latest. Yeah. The latest. Yeah. So it's it, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Daniel chapter 12 and verse four, I, I was thinking of this earlier and we'll come back here to Revelation 13 in a minute to look at the mark of the beast. But Daniel uh, uh, says this in, in Daniel chapter, uh, 12. And again, this is a, again speaking about the, uh, the end times, the last days, time of Jacob's trouble and the tribulation period. He says this, uh, in verse, uh, the second part of verse one of Daniel chapter 12. He says, there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. This is speaking about the Jews, Israel, uh, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust shall uh, awake. The dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. So the Old Testament also talks about a resurrection for the righteous and the unrighteous. Uh, and verse three, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Those who turn many to righteousness like stars forever. But you, Daniel, verse four, 
Shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. So really what God was showing Daniel and God showed Daniel a whole lot about the the Antichrist and this uh, son of perdition, the man of sin, etc. Uh, and uh, and he says, but Daniel, it's not for you or for your generation. He says, seal these things up until the end. And then here's a definition uh, of what it's going to be like in the end. He says, many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Mm-hmm. And again, Daniel probably had no clue what he was writing when he wrote this 550 years before Christ. Mm-hmm. But today we see uh, many running to and fro. People have never traveled, which is one of the reasons we have the flu, this coronavirus everywhere in the world all yeah. at the same time, because there's never been the possibility of human travel on the globe in a global sense where people could travel the world mm-hmm. almost instantaneously, mm-hmm. certainly within 24 hours. You oh, could yes. be anywhere on the planet. You could be around the other side of the world. That is easily. correct. So this was a prophecy, wasn't yeah. it? That it, it? God showed mm-hmm. Daniel. He said, you know, seal these things up, Daniel, for your generation mm-hmm. until the end. Mm-hmm. Well, then in the end, there'll be many who are going to be traveling to and fro. Mm-hmm. And this is fascinating. He says, and knowledge shall increase. Mm-hmm. Yes. With the information superhighway, yes. the World Wide Web, mm-hmm. knowledge is expanding exponentially. Yeah. You know, uh, you can ask Siri if you're on good terms with her. <laughs> you can say, Siri, uh, how long has Amy Kellogg, a reporter for Fox News, been working in Europe? Uh, oh, here's something right here. She's been with them since 1999. In the past... You couldn't find that answer even in your encyclopedia because it's outdated already. That's right. Uh, We can ask almost anything and get the answer instantaneously, not just one answer, but perhaps thousands of websites that you could visit. It's obviously incredible. Knowledge has really increased. And of course, uh, what they what scientists can do medically to help transplant organs and whatnot, uh, automobiles, spaceships, missiles, uh, the International Space Station going to Mars, the moon, and whatnot. Uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were in horse and buggies here in, That's right. in the United States. That's right, 100 States. years ago. Yeah, 100, 100, years, 100 ago. years ago. That's right. Just... Isn't that something? It's it's pretty amazing. And this is a, another specific yes. prophecy yes. about the end times, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and knowledge increases exponentially. Correct. The computers have helped to do that. And with artificial intelligence mm-hmm. coming online, the computers are beginning to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I think I heard recently that... Uh, knowledge used to double every 5,000 years and then every 1,000 years and then every 100 years. Uh, now, knowledge is doubling literally uh, every minute. First, it's every, every, every 12 hours, then every hour, then every half an hour. Now, I believe it's doubling every minute is or every two right? minutes exponentially yes. with the Internet and people mm-hmm. putting information online. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, again... The Bible predicted this. Now, interesting, I was thinking a minute ago, even with what we've just looked at in Luke, Jesus says concerning mankind, unbelievers, people who do not know Christ, it says men's hearts will fail them because of fear. Yes. Their hearts will fail, meaning their hearts will sink. They'll just, they won't know what to do. They're afraid. 
um, believers are not uh, unaware of these things. We're actually talking about them. The Bible tells us about them. But we have a joy, we have a peace, an expectation, and a mission while we're here to proclaim the gospel. Amen. Isn't that something? It's been a great morning. Yes, wonderful message today. Very encouraging. I encourage everyone to listen to uh, this morning's teaching from Pastor Bob uh, if you uh, weren't able to catch it um, earlier. And we're just having a conversation about... um, Revelation chapter 13, continuing picking up where we were just a few minutes ago here um, about the tribulation period, about the Antichrist. The one we all want to thank you for so listening. Forth. If this and message has blessed you, as, as we all we pray that it has, send the link to this podcast to your friends. Working together, we can get Michael's time. teaching yes, really the whole never of God's inherent word in all of to all those who hunger to hear it. If you would like to see this ministry expand to reach even more of the broken and lost. If you have questions, comments, and prayer requests, email us at coah podcast at gmail.com. We would be honored to pray for you, as we hope you are praying for us. Good day and God bless. But the Bible predicted that there would be a global community with a one-world government, a one-world currency, and, uh, and, and one leader that's going to rule over the world, yes. uh, who is the Antichrist. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I left off in verse 8 of Revelation 13 earlier. I want to skip to verse 13 and read verses 13 through the end of the chapter, which is uh, through verse 18. Revelation 13, 13 says this. And he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, this is speaking of the false prophet. Earlier, we saw the dragon, which is the devil. We saw the beast, who is the Antichrist. Now we're being introduced to the false prophet. And so you have a uh, you have a counterfeit trinity. Yes. Satan's not very original, is he? He just copies what God does. Yes. But he twists it. And so you have. Uh, basically, you know, a counterfeit trinity to replace the true ch- trinity of God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit. And here we're, we're seeing the uh, false prophet and him performing miracles, signs, fire uh, coming down from heaven. Verse 14 says, and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. The beast is the Antichrist telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. So it's interesting that even uh, the Antichrist is going to be killed, apparently, and come back to life. Like Christ. Like Christ. He can't create, as you were saying. He can only copy. That's right. And the resurrection of Christ has affected the world since the resurrection of Christ. And even before that, in the Old Testament, the hope hope of, of God's word. But yes, he's he's a duplicator. He's a counterfeiter. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. So so the Antichrist is going to be killed or at least uh, appear to be killed and then and then come yes. back as a false mm-hmm. resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says uh, verse. Uh, again, 14, make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So stopping right there, you have the whole world wondering after the beast. 
You have the whole world worshiping the beast in verse eight. The whole all who dwell on the earth, that's the whole world, are going to worship this one leader, this uh, one world leader, the Antichrist. And then they're going to make an image of the beast. And you're going to have to worship uh, the image of the beast. The image of the beast is going to speak. Now, again, 2000 years ago, they couldn't have known about the Internet. They certainly couldn't have known about iPhones or Androids or smartphones or Wi-Fi. They couldn't have known about television broadcasting with cameras filming and then people recording and actually people watching live what's taking place in another part of the world. Unheard of, unparalleled, unprecedented in human history, the technology that we take for granted today. Well, you know, the the uh, the the signs will be used to authenticate the power of the Antichrist. And the word in the Greek is megala, which means mega signs, mega signs. Uh, And the earth will have become so vulnerable because of one catastrophe after another. And one third of mankind will have expired in these by the time we get to verse 13. Uh, And people will be open to anything to help them. I mean, imagine we see the count every hour of uh, the the virus, and um, the Bible says one third of Earth's population at this point, and there'll be more. That's right. But one third at this point will be wiped out, and the uh, mankind will be anything. Who can help us? Who can help us? So if you take even uh, if this statue was to be some type of a robotic statue, uh, we now have seen robots just a few months ago. They can jump. They can play football. They can run. They can do backflips. There's holograms, too. They have the technology with holograms Mm -hmm. with crystals where you can actually... It used to be science fiction, but you can actually see somebody there in a hologram Mm -hmm. Like it's a 3D as if they were there. as if they were there. And so if that statue starts speaking, which it can, a, a robotic thing could do. And the, the statue actually authenticates itself by saying, uh, right now, we're going to do such and such. And there it is on the news. It's whatever that might be. And people will be aghast. And then the demand for worship will begin. That's right. The demand for worship. That's right. Yep. Uh, pretty amazing. And he continues and he says uh, in verse 16, and he causes all, both the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads that no one may be able to buy or sell except for the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So apparently at that time, they're going to clearly understand what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who are here at that time will know that if they are required to take this mark on their right hand or their forehead, they're pretty much damning their souls for all eternity. That's exactly what Because they're identifying themselves yes. with Satan mm-hmm. uh, permanently. Yes. And there's no going back from that, is there? They, they've... They've completely turned away from God. And uh, it's an economic mark. That's right. You will not be able to buy or sell. So if you're in business, you couldn't sell anything without this. 
if you're a consumer, you couldn't buy anything without this. So uh, the foot of the Antichrist will be on the neck of every human being. That's right. And they'll be happy to have someone who's finally able to help them or so it appears. Right. Yeah, and, and again, you couldn't actually bring this to pass if you didn't have the technology in place to do it. Right. So once again, it comes back to this generation that we live in today, all the technologies that we take for granted. As a matter of fact, we're now doing church with nobody here. Right. Because it's, <laughs> it's because of the technology. It's flown out all over. Way. We miss them, don't we? we? Of course we miss we them. We miss you yes. folks. Yeah. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Wish we you really, were here really, with us. We really, really do. Yeah. I was going to say to first service, and I'll just mention it to you now, uh, we can't see you, of course. You can see us, right? Yeah, you can. We cannot actually see you at home, but the technology we have does allow us to see if you stand or you sit. It's like a, a ghost thing. And then we can tell if you're opening your Bible or not. And then your name appears next to that image. So I'm kidding. <laughs> He wanted to tell that joke yeah. during the end of his sermon, yeah, but I'm but glad he waited. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, imagine the scenario, even today, if a world leader were to come out and say, we have the cure, we have the vaccine uh, for coronavirus. You know, our scientists have done it. We've cracked the code of this virus. And now we encourage everyone on the planet to go and to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure most people would line up for the shot. But what about those who refuse to line up for the shot? If they say, no, I don't want I don't want your shot. I'd rather take my chances with the uh, with the coronavirus. You could see how there could be public shaming, mm-hmm. how they could then possibly even exclude you from. Well, I mean, they're already doing it. Your kids Schools. can't go to public school if right. you don't get vaccinated and so forth. But imagine if they were to escalate that and say, well, you're 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 so selfish. You don't care about anyone but yourself. Right. If you cared about the rest of us, you'd get a shot. Mm-hmm. And so um, you're going to lose your job. We're going to cut off your Social Security checks. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn off your bank accounts, your mm-hmm. credit cards, so you can't get gas for your car. Right. Right. I mean, how quickly would yes. we all be lining up for this shot if we were forced to be excluded from the economy, which they could do that now if they wanted to. The governments of the world theoretically could do that. You mentioned the word quickly. This whole matter, <clears throat> though it started back in uh, December, maybe even November, we didn't really become aware of it uh, till maybe January. But then in the last couple of weeks, it's like overnight, America, the United States of America, has been on the brink of economic collapse. That's correct. Who would think? This should never happen to us. We think that way. But it happened so quickly. And every day, things are happening so quickly. They're doubling and whatnot. So um, quickly is so true. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of this would not be uh, possible. And, and don't don't misunderstand me. I don't believe that even if even if uh, a government, let's say, were to require its citizens to take a computer chip implant. And as you well know, there are many, many people all over the world who are getting chipped with mm-hmm. computer chips right. implanted in their actually into their hands. Typically, they say it's in here somewhere. Uh, in, in the hand mm-hmm. to turn on their computers mm-hmm. for super sensitive uh, uh, defense buildings and things like this with the government super secret projects. Right. Uh, and it's a form of uh, it's a form of identifying people. Mm-hmm. RFID. So you, 
of ID. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but even if the government were to come right now and say everyone in, let's say, Sweden has to get a chip, that's not that's not the Antichrist or the Mark Correct. of the Beast. No, it would not. just be a precursor to. Yeah, this that. will be a clear identification with the beast. Correct. A clear identification. And so this is that's a good thing for people to process because um, we may be here before we're raptured and being here before we're raptured. These things may begin to happen, uh, but it isn't associated with the Antichrist. He has not yet been revealed. That's right. He'll have to be just like we read. He'll come on the scene. He'll be the leader of, of the world. He'll be killed yeah. or apparently killed. He'll be apparently resurrected. And, and, and that's then the image will be set up. Yes. We know in the temple of Israel, there'll be a rebuilt temple mm -hmm. in Jerusalem. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about that another time when we have more time. But uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, just just using a smartphone or getting tracked with GPS or even the people that are getting computer chips put in their bodies, although it's not advisable or recommended. This is not yet the mark no, of the beast. Far is from it? it. Far mm -hmm. from it. Yeah. So um, changing gears a little bit here, um, I was talking to a friend. Uh, actually, it was. Um, a woman and her husband, whom I married, I officiated their wedding about 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago now. And she is Chinese. She's from China. And um, I was talking to them yesterday on the phone and I asked her, how are things in China? Because she said she'd gone to visit her family uh, recently uh, before the outbreak in Wuhan, but uh, fairly recently. And she said things have changed so much in just the last few years in China with the technology that they have in place. She said nobody uses cash. It's 1.4, 1.5 billion people, the biggest population of any country in the world. In the world. India's quickly catching them. Yeah. But right now, China still has the biggest population. And she says even if you go to a um, fruit stand, on the corner of town with someone selling a basket of apples, there's no cash no that's money. exchanged. Mm -hmm. Everybody uses WeChat, which is an app. Mm -hmm. It's tied to the bank account. Mm -hmm. And so every single purchase that's made mm -hmm. is registered and recorded and recorded that the government can see it. They, and they are watching it. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, they sure are. Of course they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so it, it is interesting. Also, I uh, you can't use a fake ID even if you wanted to in China. Let's say you check into your hotel. She said that if you check into your hotel and you try to tell them you're somebody other than who you are, mm -hmm. they know based on your facial recognition, the computers will spot you as a liar or a fraud mm -hmm. and you're in big trouble uh, because they have facial recognition technology mm -hmm. instantaneously. They could recognize who everybody is yeah. all at once mm -hmm. through their Internet system. I was in China in um, the early 80s and I remember standing on a street corner, uh, a suburb of Beijing, uh, and everybody was riding on bicycles and it was very third worldish. Uh, the hotels were old. There was nothing highly, there was no technology. That was in the early 80s. So that would, that's 40 years ago. And now um, they have missiles that can travel so fast. They go, they go straight up into the atmosphere and then they come back down and they can move around to allow themselves or to prevent being detected. They travel at supersonic speeds. We don't even have any. We're working on trying to get up to speed with that. I mean, 
they are so far advanced. Uh, and of course, the, probably at another time, the Bible speaks about these different groups of people from the north and uh, from the east and from yeah, the east. So, that's right. The 200 million man army yeah, from the which east. They are, yeah, yeah. yeah, for the Battle of Armageddon. That's right. Um, so s- some good news here uh, about, you know, there's a lot of bad news, but the good news about what's happening with with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Number one, families are spending more time together. People mm-hmm. are getting to know each other again because mm-hmm. uh, everyone's so busy all the time. Now things are, are quiet. Um you know, there is uh, a lower crime rate. They're saying that crime is almost mm-hmm. non-existent in a lot mm-hmm. of the major cities now mm-hmm. uh, because people are staying home. So right. that's that's a good thing. Um, I found it very interesting that abortions are being canceled that, all over the world, not oh, just in America, but I in see. Europe as well, um, because it's it's not considered a medical necessity or an essential medical service. And I was looking at the numbers of abortions, you know, depending on which uh, numbers you use, either from the CDC or from this other uh, pro-choice organization that's probably more accurate, actually, than the CDC with the numbers. We're still aborting somewhere in the neighborhood of 650,000 babies a year in America, upwards of 900,000 babies a year. And so really, we're killing between 2,250 Children every day between 2,250 and 2,500 babies every day still in America are dying uh, at the hands of the abortion providers. And so uh, a little light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, there are probably not a lot of abortions taking place, especially in the bigger uh, inner cities uh, where they're, you know, L.A., yes. Los Angeles, yeah. New York City, Miami, etc., where they're having these outbreaks because the hospitals they can't do these procedures now. So right. there are babies whose lives are being spared, who That's are being saved. News. It's a good news. Yeah. Whose mothers will probably maybe decide to keep the baby mm-hmm. uh, and not abort the child because they weren't able to get the abortion on demand. That's great. And so news. that's good news. Yeah. That's wonderful. The news. Lord using what, uh, yes. what, what Satan means for evil and the Lord turning it and using it for that good. He's saving lives. Yes. Hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And I, uh, I was mentioning to you earlier, we probably need to wrap up here, uh, but um, that uh, Senator Shannon Grove, who is a friend and who has been here in our church, wonderful yeah. Christian lady, she stays in touch with with a number of us pastors via text message. Mm-hmm. And she sends out information that she wants uh, the pastors to be praying about and also to be sharing with their congregations. And uh, she sent out a text message very early this morning. Uh, stating that, you know, please pray for the families in our state because there's a huge increase in cases of domestic violence right yes. now in the homes yeah. because uh, there's abusive people who are now uh, the kids are now stuck at home with these abusers and they have nowhere to go they're restricted and they're restricted. So she she said there's some horrible um, situations that yeah. they're being made aware of right now. And yeah. so uh, I think maybe we could. Pray about that before we close here. Is there anything else you'd well, like to share? You know, on that note, I was thinking how we are all at home. We're not as busy as we used to be. And um, redeeming the time, which is in the Bible, Ephesians chapter uh, 5, Ephesians chapter 5, um, taking advantage of the time we have. Um, you know, watch some documentaries. Uh, 
I'm so amazed at how much educational uh, material is out there to learn about our own country, its history, history of the world, medicine, whatever you want to learn about. It's very enjoyable. It's clean. Mm -hmm. It's not rated R or anything like that. And then also uh, to to spend the time in the Bible. And I I wanted to encourage uh, families and and encourage uh, husbands in particular uh, who are you're the leaders as husbands we're the leaders of our home and the Lord is so good and so gracious to us as soon as we say to him uh, father I need your help uh, being a leader at home he he gives grace to you so I'm the thing I'm trying to say to you is this is an opportunity not to worry about what you haven't done, if that's the case, but to worry, not worry, but to embrace the fact that now things can improve at home and uh, turning to the Lord, uh, because many people are going to turn away from the Lord at this time. And God's arms are open. He welcomes you. Uh, if you're his child, he loves you. And so um, I, I just, for all of us, I, I pray that we all can be sober-minded and uh, try to not be so concerned about when is this going to be over and maybe be more rejoicing in the fact, Father, I know you and I can, I'd like to get to know you better and I can seek you. Uh, to look up to God at these at this time. So. Amen. Wonderful encouragement <clears throat> and exhortation. Thank you, Pastor Bob. Well, was there anything else? No, no. But thank you so much, Michael. And could you? How about uh, our Wednesday night service? I had encouraged you to share with. The, can you share with the folks what's going on here on Wednesdays? Normally, well, normally, normally I would be here Wednesday. This yeah. Wednesday, you're going to be covering for me. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, Wednesday nights, I'm teaching a series uh, entitled Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. Uh, there are two messages already up on our uh, social media platforms. Our YouTube channel and Facebook have the messages. Pastor Bob has now, uh, I believe this is the third sermon you've done related to right. encouragement mm-hmm. uh, as we haven't been meeting for the last few weeks here, a couple weeks Um so, yeah, so we invite you to check out uh, our Wednesday night at 630 p.m. This Wednesday, it'll be Pastor Bob again with a wonderful message. Um, and then typically after that, I would be uh, the pastor teaching on Wednesday nights. And, and you're going through. I'm going through the book of Isaiah, yeah. but we put that on pause for for dealing with this coronavirus. Yeah. So I'm teaching a series called Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. Mm-hmm. And I've done two messages. Actually, a lot of what I shared on Wednesday night, yeah. a lot of the scriptures it, you shared this morning is wonderful. overlapped wonderfully. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Really I love how the Holy Spirit does yes, that. Yes, it's a joy. Take the same scriptures and have a totally yeah. different mm-hmm. sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So thank you for that, Pastor Bob. We all want to thank you for listening. If this message has blessed you, as we all pray that it has, send the link to this podcast to your friends. Working together, we can get Michael's teaching of the whole of God's inerrant word to all those who hunger to hear it. If you would like to see this ministry expand to reach even more of the broken and lost, if you have questions, comments, and prayer requests, 
Email us at C-O-A-H podcast at gmail.com. We would be honored to pray for you, as we hope you are praying for us. Good day and God bless from City on a Hill Church to Hatchapi, California.